Do you like being scared? You're listening to Haunted Real Ghost Stories. A warning before we begin, the following is based on a true story and is not suitable for younger listeners. Have you ever put something you were holding in your hand down on a countertop only to return and find it's gone? Do you shrug it off when you find what you're looking for in a different place? Have you ever heard of the faceless lady? Lady Margaret Hodnett was a beauty from County Cork. Oh, she had it all. Youth, wealth, looks. She lived with her family at Bell Valley Castle, a spectacular tower house reaching up to 80 feet high and built on the shore of Great Island. Margaret's beauty was the talk of the county, and well she knew it. In fact, she was so obsessed with her looks that it's said she had the castle covered in mirrors so that she would be able to stop and gaze at her reflection in any of the rooms and hallways. Many suitors came knocking over the years, but she never grew attached to any of them. Despite all the serenading and countless offers of marriage, she never stayed long with any one man. It said Margaret loved the excitement of the chase, but bored quickly with relationships. This left many men cursing her and her family as they stomped, rejected from the home. Each man who set his sights on the lady thought he would be different. Each of them left, heartbroken and alone. That was until she met a charming and intriguing man called Clon Rockenby. Although some locals say his name was Clon de Courcy... But that's exactly what Margaret did. She kept everyone on their toes as to who she was seeing, even the suitors themselves. Mr. Rockenby was enthralled by Lady Hodnett. They spent many evenings strolling along the shoreline, feeling very at ease in each other's company. Clon purchased a large diamond ring, and one evening, while out for a walk, heart-pounding in anticipation, he dropped down on one knee. But as soon as Margaret realised what he was doing, she laughed at him and insisted it was too soon. Over the coming months, he would find himself getting down on one knee and holding out the ring box several more times. But his question was never met with the direct answer and he would somehow always end up closing the box. Placing it back in his pocket, he would tell himself that next time the outcome will be different. Time passed. The cold winter gave away to the milder spring weather. One morning, arms filled with flowers, Rockenby knocked on his beloved's door, and when she answered, he dropped down on one knee and proposed again. But Margaret just laughed. Humiliated and angry, Rockenby stomped off. He was tired of waiting and decided he was going to force the issue. He hired a small army of local mercenaries and surrounded Belle Valley Castle. His plan was to stop food being brought to the home to starve Lady Margaret into submission. If she remained stubborn on the issue, his hope was that her desperate father would force his daughter into marriage. For the first few months, the family and their servants were able to live off the livestock and vegetables they grew on their lands. But despite rationing, the food eventually grew scarce and then they ran out completely. They tried eating grass and roots, but it wasn't enough to sustain them. 
Nothing could have prepared the family for the shock they got when the first of the servants died. <laughs> they could not believe that Rockenby had gone this far. Convinced that the suitor was a madman, Lady Margaret's father was reluctant to let his daughter fall into his evil arms. However, the bodies continued to fall, and the elderly man knew that his family was only days away from starvation. Weak with hunger and exhaustion, he staggered to the gates of the family home. Through the iron bars, Rockenby showed the starving dad the carts of food he had waiting for the entire family in the way of a wedding feast, if only the old man would let him marry his daughter. Margaret's father, fearing for the lives of his whole family and left with no other option, leant his head against the cold bars, closed his eyes and nodded in silent agreement. Clan Rockenby was over the moon. He ordered his men to open up the gates and prepare the hall for the wedding festivities. He ran excitedly to the great front door of the tower house, stooping before he opened it to pick a fresh bunch of flowers for his bride-to-be. He burst through the front door, calling out for his love, Margaret. Stepping over the remains of those who had perished by his hand, they lay where they fell, as everyone left alive did not have the energy or strength required to move them. Clon made his way to Margaret's bedroom. There he found her lying on the covers of her bed. A beautiful dress floated around her starved body. A delicate veil lay over her face. He dropped to one knee beside the bed. He reached for her delicate hand and held it. He called her name softly. He saw her dark eyelids flutter beneath the veil. Slowly, gently, he reached over and lifted her into a sitting position. I have waited so long for this, he whispered. He lifted the veil. He stared at her, horrified. Lady Hodnett's good looks were gone, and so were the soft curves of her face, the twinkle in her eye. Here, before him, was a woman whose body had been ravaged by hunger. Her cheeks were hollowed, and her dark, sunken eyes stared dead ahead. He looked around the room, as if this was some sort of a sick joke. But all he could see was that dead stare, reflected back at him from all the mirrors that covered the walls. Furious, he stood up. He threw the bunch of flowers at the largest mirror. Looking down at Margaret, he cursed her to all eternity. Rockenby was so engulfed with rage, he didn't notice Margaret's brother enter the room. With his sword held firmly in his hand, he made straight for the ranting man. The brother lifted the cold steel and drove it straight into Clon's back, piercing his heart. From that day, Margaret is said to have went slowly insane. She would constantly wander around the tower house, checking in every mirror to see if her beauty had returned. But it never did. Over time, she smashed the mirrors as they never reflected the vision of beauty that they used to. 
they were all eventually removed. Lady Margaret died of old age at her home. It's said she used to rub the stone on one particular wall until it was smooth, seeking out her beautiful reflection. It never came. Some say she continued to wear the veil, because over the years her cheeks filled back out, but her nose sunk deeper, her skin growing smooth across her face, so that she was left with no face at all. This podcast, Haunted Real Ghost Stories, was written and presented by me, Sarah Kelly. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review and tell a friend. It helps others to find the podcast. You can find out about upcoming episodes on Instagram and Twitter at This Haunted Podcast. Theme music is by Mario Cole. Cover image is by Stefano Pollio. Thank you for listening.